We're locked in this room now, buddy. So whatever I'm going to suffer, you're going to suffer it with me. I think she just got home from the hospital. Yeah, something like that. Uh, She's going to have to have surgery on what I am not 100% sure, but it could possibly be happening this Friday. So she had to get a bunch of tests done today. So let's all wish her well and hope they pry that fucking goiter off of the side of her head because it's gross and I don't want to look at it anymore, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's starting to affect her facilities. Man. If you understand what I'm saying. Mm Mm-hmm. She does not have a quarter on the side of her head. No. Uh, she does have something wrong with her. I couldn't tell you what the hell it is, though. She can explain it much better than I can. It's nasty. Uh, and Oh, it's oh, it's uh, her uh, her back. Her uh, uh, fucking sciatica. Yeah. She, that's what it's back surgery. So, fuck. That's bad. Yeah, that's, that's real bad. That's the worst possible fucking surgery. I mean, other than open heart, mm-hmm. I think. That's the worst possible surgery you can have is back surgery. Mm. Fuck no thanks. Shit. No, no, I don't want it. I don't want any surgery. I didn't want to have surgery on my arm, but I did it anyway because I'm a man. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that what you call yourself? <laughs> All right, you son of a bitch. I don't need any fucking gum from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look real cute there in a sling. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen me in my hospital gown, <laughs> yeah. wide open in the back. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Bad business. Buddy, what's up with you, big dog? Oh, not much. Just uh just um nothing really. Hanging around? <laughs> yeah. Doing the doing the thing. Yeah. Work, working and fucking work, grinding. Work last weekend and you know uh, saw a good movie. Did you? Yeah, we did. I thought it was good. <laughs> no, apparently nobody else did. It was alright. Yeah, I liked it. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. We'll get right into that and what are you looking at? Uh, well, we got the usual shit show to get into here, inmates. We got uh, horror news, listener mail, all the usual shit. Why don't we kick it right off with a little horror news, Mr. Buddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> horror news. Horror news, hot dog. Yeah. What are you thinking about? Oh, Amazon is remaking the horror movie Goodnight Mommy with Naomi Watts as the leading role. Uh, two kids uh, 
And the uh, the weird mom with the face bandages is that the one I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yep. The rematch. So what? An Americanization of it, I y- assume. Yeah. Ah, uh, I mean, I didn't think it was that great to begin with. What did you think of Goodnight Mommy? Mm, it's okay. Do we need a, Do we need another one? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Ending was pretty gruesome. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I might. I might. Well, Naomi Watts. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as I recall, there were some nude scenes in the original Goodnight Mommy. Yeah, I don't remember. There, there was like a weird dream <clears throat> sequence. Oh, and, yeah. And it was kind of hard to beat off to because she still had the face bandages on. Mm-hmm. That's kind of off-putting. Yeah, that's weird. I powered through it anyway. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> I, don't, I will not give up. <laughs> that's right. I don't back down to nobody. <laughs> face bandages or not, I will beat off to you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, wow. what else? You <laughs> That's quite a tagline there, Darian. Sometimes, sometimes words just come out of me, yeah. and I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, wow, did I just say that? Yep. yep. Yes, you did. <laughs> Put that on your bumper sticker. <laughs> I will beat off to you. <laughs> Oh, that's going in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, one, right. What else you got there? One-hour photo filmmaker Mark Remenick directing horror movie Motherland for Lionsgate. Sounds like some kind of a Nazi thing. Uh, this is a thriller that deals with a family that has been haunted by an evil spirit for years. Their safety and their surroundings come into question when one of the children questions if the evil is real. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, A24 reportedly developing a secret slasher film with Borat 2 actress Maria Bakalova starring in it. Okay. Yeah. Whenever uh, they say a secret something, I always jump to a sequel mm-hmm. or some kind of a franchise thing. Well, this is titled Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. Now, now I feel like we jumped into... Uh, uh, after the dark, or it almost the seems dark. that way. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Way. Maybe if it's a twenty, the a twenty four is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe it's something good. All right. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, uh, it's all bad news. Oh. Everything I have is bad news. Okay. Uh, production has yet to resume on the collected, which was going to be the third installment of the collector franchise, mm-hmm. uh, and it might be canceled altogether. Oh. So it Bummer. shut it shut down last year due to the pandemic and the outbreak, right? And the quarantine and all that shit, which made sense then. Yeah, uh, but still has yet to resume. Hmm. And filming was in Canada, so I don't know. Well, that maybe. doesn't bode well. Yeah, you know? we'll see. I mean, you know, the COVID's still around, so it's true. But uh, most most productions have fired back up. Theaters yeah. are opening again. You know, movies are coming out again. Mm. I don't know. Just we'll food see. for thought. Uh, the Walking Dead will air its final season this August. Wow. Finally. Right. We can put this motherfucker to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we still have uh, Fear the Walking Dead. We have uh, The Walking Dead, Different World. We have that submarine Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, so it's the, the Walking the, the main show is, is going to be done. Mm-hmm. But The Walking Dead is still going to be around. Probably for generations forever. to come. Yeah, forever. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not going to stop. Right. Yeah, until the real zombie apocalypse hits. <laughs> yeah. In which case... Look, we were right all hey, along. Hey, see that? Well, you just got to go find Rick Rhymes and the guy with the crossbow. <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm ready to move on from The Walking Dead mm-hmm. altogether. Uh, the Aquaman spinoff horror movie The Trench is no longer uh, in the works. That has been canceled. Oh, I never saw Aquaman. Me neither. 
But I heard pretty good things about those creatures that he battled in hmm. the Aquaman movie. And they were supposed to do a horror movie based on those things oh. called The Trench. Hmm. And now they're not going to do that. Okay. So, all right. Sorry. Oh, bummer. Uh, Danielle Harris. Mm-hmm. We like her. She is reprising her role. I don't know if you, how familiar you are with Danielle Harris. But when she was a child actress, she had a recurring character on um, Roseanne. Oh, yeah. And I believe she was like DJ's girlfriend for a little while Mm -hmm. in the latter seasons. She is going to be reprising that role in The Connors later this month. Yeah. Hmm. So, for all you Roseanne slash The Connors nerds who also have a hard on for Danielle Harris, there you go. Oh, right. You're set. You did it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ryan Johnson is confirmed for two Knives Out sequels. For Netflix. Really? Both of them starring Daniel Craig returning. Oh, very cool. Uh, did you see Knives Out? Mm-mm. Me neither. I heard good things. Though. Mm-hmm. I keep meaning to do that. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So look for that. That's all I got on the horror news, hot dog. You ready for some listener mail? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Listener mail. Hey, we got one email this week. (laughs) Oh, wow. Speaks to the waning popularity of this show, if any at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's from the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Right here in Reno, Nevada. Subject line, jerky time. Yeah, jerky time. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and made it in tonight. Really quick tonight, as work has been insane and don't really have much. First off, Deacon was partially right. There's a few versions of the phrase catch you on the flip side, on the flip flop, and just on the flip. Us truckers use all three. All three have the same meaning, though. Hopefully, Darian and Buddy enjoy the jerky if Buddy didn't eat it all. (laughs) (laughs) I shared. She did. So, uh, Cowboy made us some, what was it, ghost pepper? Yeah, it had ghost pepper in it. Yeah. It's pretty, it's a pretty spicy, pretty spicy jerky there. (laughs) Very spicy, yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Good, uh, good stuff. Th- yeah. Good th- flavor. Thanks for the jerky there, cowboy. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you so much. Trying, I'm trying to trick my wife into trying some. Right? She cannot handle spicy anything. But I do like watching her freak out. Yeah. Hey, this is sugar jerky. Oh, uh, yeah. She's going to punch me in the dick. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big problems. Uh, for Educate Darian, you are neon maniacs. This motherfucker. Wow. I think he just, like... Writes down everything I say, and then Googles that, and then that's what he gets. That's what he does, doesn't he? Oh. Yeah. I think you do know, buddy. <laughs> no. Nope. I think you do know. I think there's, I suspect foul play, cowboy. He's good. He's gotten like the yeah. last six or seven. Immersion therapy. I actually watched Death of Me earlier in the year. Thought it was okay up until the end. I do enjoy some Maggie Q, as she's extremely nice to look at. Well, back to the insanity of work. Hope everyone had a great week and catch you on the flip. Cowboy! Right on, cowboy. Um, Yeah, we'll get into that in immersion therapy. You're right. You got me on the Neon Maniacs. Fuck. I was pretty sure I was the only person that had ever seen that movie, ever. Have you seen Neon Maniacs? Nope. Just prove my point. (laughs) See that? At least in this room, I'm the only person that's ever seen (laughs) it, ever. All right, well, that's all we got on the listener mail, Dudamist. You got anything on the cowboy? 
Oh, thanks for thanks for emailing. Thanks, thanks, <laughs> That's it. All right. Our one listener that we <laughs> one have listener this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into a movie then, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Audition from 1999. This one got 7.2 stars on IMDb. Directed by Takashi Miike. Written by Ryo Murakani. Murakani, I think. Uh, stars Ryo Ishibashi, Ihai Shina, and Tetsu Sawaki. All right. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, I remember, I've seen this movie before, and I remembered really digging it. Watched it again last night for the show, mm-hmm. and thought to myself... What did I like about this so much? Yeah, I thought I'd seen this, but as I'm watching, I'm like, none of this looks familiar to no. me. And I could have swore I had, but maybe it was just one of those, hey, you need to watch this kind of thing. It was just probably something you told me about yeah. that I just never end up watching. And yeah. Mm. I think it's good for a first-time watch. Like, if you could go into this blind, that would be the best way to go about it, which is probably how I watched it the first time. That's how I did. But, I watched it blind. Did you? Mm-hmm. But knowing now what I know and like how it's going to end and where it's going to go, it really up until that point, it's kind of a lot of fluff. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my two cents on it. Uh, it's it's not a bad show, I wouldn't say. It just takes a lot to get to the payoff. Yeah. Um, so we start off in a, with a very depressing scene: uh, hospital bed, uh, young lady in the bed, uh, her husband right next to her. And her young son on the way to the hospital from school. Uh, he's got like some flowers and some arts and crafts that he made for mm-hmm. her. Uh, little boy gets there just in time to watch his mom die in the hospital bed. That's rough. And the dad is there holding her hand and that is fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. And that is a hell of a way to start a movie. Right? Buddy, just kick me in the nuts right when I walk yeah. in the door. Yeah, right off the bat. Okay, Why not? now what? Yeah. <laughs> what else are you going to do? You already <laughs> teed off on me. Right. So that fucking sucks a bag of dicks. Now we're going to jump to seven years later. Uh, we have our dad. He's single, uh, seven years a widow. The little boy is now 16, 17, somewhere yeah. in there. High school student. Um, good kid. Everything's yeah. going, going pretty good for this <clears throat> for these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, dad is a, I'm going to say a movie producer 
or something. He works in television. Something. Yeah, yeah, he does something in television. And uh, Kid is doing great. They spend a lot of time there. They have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go fishing. Uh, they talk a bunch of shit to each other while they're fishing. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. As they should. Yeah. Which is good. Um, everything Everything's pretty copacetic. And then uh, when they get home from their fishing trip, the, the kid makes an offhand remark to his dad about, you know, you should probably think about getting remarried, you lonely sod. Because uh, you're you're getting you're starting to look a little worn out there, tough guy. So <laughs> if you're gonna you're gonna find some female companionship, you should probably start doing that now before you look like a really old guy. Yeah, and I could see that normally happening. I mean, it's been like seven years. I mean, it's like, dude, come on. Yeah, true. <laughs> I I often wonder what I would do uh, if my wife died. I mean, after the cocaine and hookers, because that would be the immediate. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, there's gonna be a trip to Vegas. And pr- probably a couple of stints in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> right. But at some point, I'm going to look at myself in the mirror and be like, I got to clean my fucking act up. <laughs> yeah, otherwise no woman's going to want me. Nobody wants me, to, <laughs> nobody wants me to begin with now, so I might as well just pay for it. <laughs> that's right. Hopefully I get some insurance money coming. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's kind of a fuck. But it gets him thinking, and he's like, yeah, he's right. I should probably... It's been long enough. It's been long enough. I'm a lonely sa- sa- sack of shit here. I should probably uh, make some hay while the sun shines yeah. and try to rebuild my uh, my thing. Now, I don't know. This this is a weird... The, the dialogue here. I assume that there's a lot lost in translation. Mm-hmm. But the, the formula for this whole process of his is very strange because he decides before he meets anybody that he's going to remarry. Yeah. Which is... Weird. Normally, you meet somebody, you get to know them, you fall in love, you decide, I'm going to spend my life with them, I'll marry them. Right. You don't wake up in the morning and go, well, I'm getting married. i got to figure out who I'm going to marry here. <laughs> yeah. But I'm definitely going to get married today. That's or right. Sometime this year, probably. <laughs> so i got to get to cracking on finding a willing applicant. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is the culture. Yeah. Um, only because... Well, later on, the other lady that he works with, yeah, it's definitely a set-up marriage. So I wonder if it has to do with, okay, well, now that you're widowed, it's almost the same principle. So you kind of skip the whole dating. You go to marrying. So yeah. you look for somebody who has similar uh, issues. Yeah, maybe. And <laughs> I don't it, know. it's funny you bring that up because once he is of the mind to get married, the first thing he does is calls call his kind of a scumbaggy friend. Um, who I think may have also been his boss in some weird way. Mm-hmm. And they go and they hang out at a bar. And he's like, hey, man, I think I'm going to get married. And he's like, okay, to who? And he's like, oh, I'm just going to get married. And then is the scumbag guy is like, ah, I got an idea. Since we work at a movie studio, we're going we're gonna to set up this fake production. And we're going to bring in a bunch of hotties and interview them and audition them for this fake production. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to marry one of them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Bruh. Okay, but before he says that, immediately after announcing that he's going to get married, the scumbag friend asks if it's going to be a arranged marriage. So mm. I assume that that's something that happens in Japanese culture. That they maybe they just make like maybe business arrangements. Hey, would you mind having sex with me periodically? No. Would you mind if I moved into your house? No. How about we just get married? Let's just call it. <laughs> let's just do it. Yeah. Here we go. All right, we're in. 
don't know, man. That's it's kind of a weird situation. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't uh, something cultural difference? I guess we'll call it. Uh, anyway, he says no. He doesn't want an arranged marriage. He wants to go out and find somebody and do the right hmm. thing. So good, good so, on him. So they bring a couch. So they bring a couch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was only a chair, and it was one of those shitty plastic. Uh, oh, it was high school. How terrible is that? Uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> so uh, they set up the audition. They run a radio ad for it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, anybody can be a star. You just got to show up to our audition. You got to be female between the ages of twenty-five and thirty-five. You have to write an essay." He looked fifty-five. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say so. Uh, I don't know. Maybe fifty. I mean, it's a that's a Japanese thing too, man. They yeah. like young girls. Mm-hmm. I've been to Japan. And I've perused some pornography while I was there, and I was like, "Get that away from me! Right. I don't, I don't want to be arrested." <laughs> yeah, perfectly, perfectly legal over there, but at the same time, get away! Yeah, <laughs> no thanks. Uh, nope. But uh, so they set up the audition, and they get like a hundred applicants, give or take. Mm-hmm. So the scumbag guy's like, "Hey, pick your." He gives them all to our single dad, and he's like, "Hey, pick your top thirty yeah. of these, and we'll bring them in for an actual physical <laughs> audition." So he starts, you know, looking through the pictures and reading the essays, and he picks out his top thirty. He keeps coming back to one, mm-hmm. a young lady by the name of Isama. Isama. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go with Isama. Yeah. Um, not would not have been my first pick. No, there is some. I'm not. I'm not generally into Asian chicks, but there were some hotties in there. Yeah, and uh, she was not one of them. No. She had like a super innocent schoolgirl thing going on, and that that just creeped at the schoolgirl thing. Yeah, you no know, thanks. I'm 42 years old. I don't need the the plaid skirt and the knee high socks. Mm-hmm. I, we're done with that. Um, anyway, he keeps going back to her, and her picture was extremely ho- homely looking. Mm-hmm. Really, it was just like uh, her face and then the hair going around it and her looking kind of awkward. Yeah, she didn't even have a big smile on no, her face. No, no smile, no nothing. All the other chicks <clears throat> have like sexy poses and, you know, professional headshots. She's got like a Polaroid that she threw in there mm-hmm. and then her essay. Now, he read her essay and there was something – we don't get to read the essay because it's all in the Japanese script. Mm-hmm. But uh, something in the es- essay got his eye. I, yeah. don't, I don't know what it was, but something in there. So – Bring in our uh, our thirty chicks for our big interview, and we get like a uh, comedic audition montage of these these chicks, mm-hmm. and you know him and his scumbag friends sitting at the table and looking disheveled, and uh, one of them is a porno actress, and the scumbag friend is like, "I can use her for another role. Keep set her thing aside." Here. <laughs> yeah, uh, one chick just comes in and starts taking her clothes off. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Another chick is showing all of her uh, suicide attempts. Uh, scars yep, on her all wrist. Her scars, yeah. Yeah, and somehow she manages to re-infiltrate and come back. And they're like, oh, we already talked to you. And she's like, yeah, I know. I have more I'd like to talk about. <laughs> Tenacious, that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess. A uh, lot of other chicks with issues and really nervous chicks. And, um, uh, you know, one of them was a mo- like a really hot model. Another one was like a mother of three that got out for the week and it was just a random smattering of Japanese yeah. chicks, and it was the 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 montage here is comedic because you mm-hmm. have the the music and the, the two guys are looking all disheveled and getting tired of talking to chicks, and out in the waiting room there's all these chicks running around and trading clothes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's what you'd expect to see. But only one guy is asking questions. That's true. 
Because our our single dad has already zeroed in on Ayasama, mm-hmm. and that's who he's waiting to see. Yeah, and she is going to be the last interview of the day, and she rolls in about as awkward as you can possibly be. Oh yeah, uh, you might as well be wearing a shirt that says "I don't want this." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. be here because that's how she she rolls in, and she's got like the a picture. Um, Looks like she's wearing the same outfit. Quite possibly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't understand. I don't. There's a lot about the Japanese culture that I don't understand. But the subservient woman is something that's deeply embedded in Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. So with that, we have like the uh, very quiet, very mousy, always looking at her shoes, uh, only speaks when spoken to, uh, things of that nature. Right. And she really. <laughs> Right, the whole you're not supposed to look at each other in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. that thing too. Um, she really zeroes in on that mm-hmm. and makes this like extremely awkward. Mm-hmm. And I, you would think, given the description of the kind of woman he was looking for, that that would have tuned him out. Yeah, because at the begin back at the bar when he's talking to scum, scumbag friend, he's like, "I want a professional woman, a career woman with some accomplishments and things like that." And that here is comes, not this person. No, here comes this mousy little thing, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, <laughs> that's my Japanese for you." <laughs> I call that my. <laughs> oh, I thought you just finished masturbating. <laughs> Uh, so (laughs) this guy i used to work with uh was really into japanese or asian porn so as a joke (laughs) every (laughs) every time i'd call him on the work phone he'd pick up and be like hey it's brad and i'd be like ooh, stickle bee cookie dip ooh, ooh." (laughs) damn it what do you want (laughs) Ooh, yeah ooh. (laughs) Uh, oh shit yeah good time it's a lot of fun when he's like in a meeting and i'm like oh oh, you're so big god damn it what do you want (laughs) why won't this shut off you're on speaker you asshole yeah all right anyway Oh, uh, so she comes in and he is already smitten with her. But the 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 weird plan between him and his scumbag friend was that he wasn't going to marry the chick that got the the part. He was going to marry one of the other chicks that didn't. Oh, okay. so like the chick, whoever they give the part to, was going to be like strong, and she needed to be like a little crazy because those crazy chicks make the best actresses, and they have this whole scheme planned out. I'm really glad work. you clarified that because uh, when I was watching this, I was like, so uh, I was thinking maybe I missed something because all I could think of was, did they just do this whole scheme just to get this woman, you know, to marry him? But I was like, oh, I thought there was actually a real audition here. So I got real lost there well, for a second. It was a little bit of both because they had the script and it was this shitty, um, I don't I think they said it was some kind of a. Uh, love story tragedy situation or uh, something like that okay. but that the script was never greenlit but they were trying to get it greenlit thus okay. they had the audition uh i think this between him and the scumbag they knew that they, that movie it wasn't was gonna, gonna go. get made okay. but if they could get some some momentum behind it maybe it would and hmm. but it, it was a perfect it worked out perfectly for everybody because he got to meet a bunch of hot chicks mm-hmm. and maybe the movie got made maybe it didn't either way that if nothing else, he gets to marry or at least bang a bunch of hot chicks. Right. So that's the plan. Okay. 
That's the plan because in Japan they don't. They in 1999 they didn't have uh, dating websites. Apparently, hmm. maybe they still don't. I don't know. Hmm. Either way, you got to get creative, yeah. buddy. If you want to get married in the next three months, and you're, so we should have a podcast audition. That's what Monica's not here. <laughs> we need a female. Yeah. We need a female uh, lead uh, co-host, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies, get us your your headshots and your write us an essay. I guess I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't need an essay. Do you want an essay? No. Just get just get us your headshots. Uh, and uh, yeah, padded, put in the digits. <laughs> the padded room 2011 at hotmail.com. <laughs> and we'll get a hold of you shortly. We will. And by shortly, I mean probably within 15 minutes. Of you just sending, yeah. Your we'll look at break. Yeah. Uh, uh, hello? <laughs> well, this is Darian from the padded room. <laughs> All right, anyway, um, so that's pretty gnarly. Uh, they, they, he's already zeroed in on. Uh, Ayasama. So that's great. Mm-hmm. From there, uh, he gets kind of schoolboyish for a while because they had like a little conversation there during the audition. Mm-hmm. Very flirty, very uh, kind of awkward because he's nervous and she's doing her schoolgirl thing. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, uh, he gets even, he t- kind of turns into a little bit of a schoolboy where he's like, oh, do I call her? I got her phone number. Should I yeah. just call her? Should I pick it up and call her? And we cut to her. But oh, man. Her. Is a whole other situation. She is literally three inches away from the phone, staring at it, waiting for it to ring. In a weird, awkward position. Uh, Yes. On the floor. Yes. And she's like contorted. And in the background, she's... Japanese apartments. They're bananas. They're small as shit. I've been... I actually went to a house party in Japan. uh, Circa 1998. We were playing Tekken for shots. I am terrible at Tekken, and I got fucked up in this <laughs> random apartment in Japan. Uh, but they're small as shit, and she's got like a gunny sack yeah. laying in the middle of her floor. Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just staring at the phone, dude. Creepy as shit. And he's like, ooh, do I call her or do I not call her? Uh, his son comes home with his girlfriend one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice girl, kind of nervous. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty good. Uh, seems like those two... Are okay. They're gonna, you know, be high school romance kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. So he's like, okay, I got to get the ball rolling here with this. I just gotta grow a pair of balls. I gotta call Isama and uh, tell her that we're gonna have dinner and possibly get married within three months of uh, from now. Yeah. So he picks up the phone. He's like, hi, it's me from uh, the the audition. I was wondering if you would have dinner with me. And she's like, yes, that would make me very happy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, let's let's have dinner. So they meet for dinner, and she. Is acting as if it's some kind of a professional thing, like right. like a callback kind mm-hmm. of thing. He's treating it more like a social thing. Yeah. Uh, so he's asking her about her past. We find out that she has a. I think she referred to him as a caretaker or somebody that looks after her, and it's a, uh, supposed to be a high power record exec at this yes. music company. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, I saw that on your application. That's that's pretty almost cool. a, like a talent agent. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, she also holds a part time uh, job at a at a bar, a seedy bar mm-hmm. called the Stone Fish. Yeah, three times a week. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Disgusting. Not the Stone Fish. That burp that I just let out. That was pretty <laughs> gross. It's a mixture of tequila and. Uh, Ultra Rose Monster Energy. So uh, 
he's like, oh, yeah, very interesting. And we're led to believe that they go on like two or three dates, mm-hmm. uh, dinner dates most of the time. They're getting to know each other. Uh, finally, he comes clean on like the third date. And he's like, look, uh, about that, uh, that audition, that movie thing that mm-hmm. you did, uh, doesn't look like that's going to get made. And she's like, oh, I know. I, I wasn't thinking I was going to get the lead anyway. Uh, I was wondering, though, why you keep taking me out to dinner. And he's like, oh, it's because I thought we could be like, we could date. We mm-hmm. could, we're kind of having like a romantic thing. And she's like, oh, 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 very happy for that. Oh, 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 oh. So they're like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that, too. And then like he leaves there and he's like, yes, I get it. Mm-hmm. She's going to be my girlfriend and we're going to get married and it's going to be great. So he goes home. Walking on sunshine, as they say, breaks the news to his kid, and his kid's like, hey, you got a girlfriend. Good job. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to ask her to marry me. It's, it's been like three dates, dude. <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a, it's got to be a Japanese thing, right? Must be. So he's like, yeah, I got this whole thing planned out. Uh, we're going to go away for the weekend uh, here coming up, and I'm going to ask her if she wants to get married, and I think she's going to say yes. By the way, she's only 24. As we previously mentioned, this guy's probably in his 50s. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm all for it, man. Hey, mm-hmm. you get yourself a younger girl. Uh, you got to have some libido, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you probably got to have some money. Uh, number <laughs> three, you got to be ready to deal with some crazy. All right. Now, by my definition of crazy, I mean <clears throat> like going out with her friends and not coming back for a day or two. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You go, girl. Get the fuck out of here. I got to play, play uh, Dead by Daylight and stuff. <laughs> uh, we're going to take that level of crazy to a whole other level of oh, crazy. Yeah. And that's coming, coming, coming right up at you there, buddy. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's pretty gnarly. Uh, but they go on this, this uh, weekend getaway. And uh, I don't know where it is. Some kind of a resort on the Japanese coast. Very romantic. Very picturesque. They got the waves yeah. crashing. Um, Look pretty nice. It is. And uh, this speaks, I think, to the awkwardness of Japanese, the Japanese courting process. Mm-hmm. Because this, I would have been, if I was, they're about to have, I guess, sex for the first time. Yeah. And this is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I don't know who to feel more awkward for. Because this, this is like two. I think him. He was he was he was wildly uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. For a guy that's about to get his uh, his boogie on, he was like crawling out of his own skin. We could do this. We could do this. We yeah, could do this. Like we could do this. Giving you options of other things to do besides besides have sex. Have sex yeah. And she's just like blank facing the wall. Yeah. What? The so f- weird. Bizarre. Yeah. Is that? I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about the Japanese culture. I've been there, but I didn't like embed myself or anything. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe this is how it goes down. You know, mm. I, I kind of felt like these were two virgins who had... That's what it seemed like. Yeah, right? Who just decided to have sex, but neither one of them really knew what the hell to do next. Yeah. So they just kind of, uh, I have this penis. Do you have a... <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, man. It's weird as shit. But they go, it's very romantic. Um, here comes the sex scene. Aizama is just kind of blank facing the wall. And then she gets up and he's like, hey, uh, so we got about an hour to kill before our dinner reservation. We can go uh, to the movies. We can go to the aquarium. We can go walk on the beach. We can go do this. And she just starts taking her clothes off. 
And Isama is a weirdo to begin with, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. And she really ramps up the weird weirdoness and the awkwardness here because, like, she's moving very slowly and deliberately. And I think it's supposed to appear seductive or sexy, but it to me it doesn't. It, it was not at no, all. It was more like um, it, it, to me it looked like I have no interest in what you're saying. I'm going to bed. Okay, good night. I, yeah. will, I will go have dinner. <laughs> yeah. Take myself a walk on the beach. You're obviously very tired, man. <laughs> right. So get yourself some sleep. I don't know, man. It just so she gets up like real slow, turns off the lights, and he's like, "Oh, what is this you're doing here?" Mm-hmm. And it's clear what's about to go down because yeah. now she's unbuttoning her shirt and now she's taking her bra off, but she still won't show him anything. She's like covering her boobs, and then she gets into bed, and then. She just kind of like lays in bed, staring at the ceiling, and he's just kind of like sitting in a chair, like uh, waiting for permission. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, but that, I guess that would kind of speak to the weirdness of being in your fifties and having a twenty-four-year-old come at Maybe, you. Maybe, yeah. These two need to do like uh, shots, shots. Get like a a Twelver of Molson Ice. Some music. Get something. something. (laughs) It's deadly quiet. This could not be any any less romantic, buddy. (laughs) It's like being in a waiting room at the dentist's office. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden... Uh, the secretary comes out, starts turning the lights off, and unbuttoning her shirt. Yeah. What? What do you? What? What, what would you like me to do? <laughs> I yeah. Oh man. I'll just sit here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do I need to wash my hands again? Uh, it's it's awkward, but eventually she's like, uh, uh, I'm go- I'm going to show you my body now, and then she like lip starts pulling the sheet back, and you see two burn marks on her legs. Yeah, upper and, thigh. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you got some burn marks there. And she's like, yes, there was an accident when I was a kid. And he's like, okay. And then she's like, do you promise to love me and only me? And he's like, uh-huh. And he's like, do you promise not to love anybody other than me? And he's like, yep. And mm-hmm. then he starts taking his clothes off, and we have to assume that they have sex. We don't get to see anything. I assume it's the most awkward, uh, uncomfortable sex ever had in the history of humanity. Well, it's really weird because as soon as like he got in bed, all of a sudden like there's this big tussle of sheets, yeah. and then it went on to something else. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell just happened?" I thought for a second she brought the big bag with her. <laughs> right, that's, what it, that's like. what it looked like for a second. Yeah. Oh, she brought the big bag of whatever. Big bag of person. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> we'll find that out in a minute. Uh, he gets, uh, he, uh, apparently they get down. He falls asleep. They both fall asleep. He gets woken up in the middle of the night by a phone call from the front desk. He's like, what the what? Answers the phone. Hey. Uh, We've been trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. Your female companion has left and we need to verify that you're still there. What hotel does that? Right. Ever. Even in Japan, I don't think they do that. <laughs> Is there anybody up there? Yeah, I'm trying to sleep, motherfucker. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, your female friend left, uh, and we need to verify. Yeah, it's 3 in the morning. I'm still here. Uh, she left because I paid her to leave. That's how that goes. <laughs> she was only here for about 45 minutes. I don't know if right. you noticed that. <laughs> uh, he wakes up, and she's like, what? Gone? She ghosted his ass. Mm-hmm. Fled like a thief in the night. Oh, yeah. That's I, the best kind of woman. I would, <laughs> dude, I would be calling my friends, high-fiving people at the front desk when I checked out the next day. I did it. It's done. She's gone. I'm going to go watch football. Yeah. Play some Dead by Daylight. It's going down. It's going down. She's history. 
uh, he freaks right out. Uh, he's like, oh no, what happened? Can't call, starts calling her. She doesn't answer the mm-hmm. phone. Uh, they, she, he never went to her house. Never even dropped her no. off at her house. Uh, dropped off like down the street yeah like in random street corners about, yeah. about Tokyo um, let's he, see where he dropped her off though at the side of the street that was really weird because I kept watching her and as as the I don't know if he was in a taxi or what but as he drove by like she never like moved or nothing the whole time nope. as he's just driving off yeah creepy as shit yeah those are what I call red flags well, obviously, he didn't see it, but... Uh, well, either way, there's a lot of red flags here, yeah. dude. Like, when uh, she's getting into her family history and how fucked up some shit was. Oh, yeah. You got some issues, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get into that. Yeah. You're not hot enough That's for a, me I'm to... not going to call you back. Mm-hmm. You know what? I bet you're a fucking wildcat in, in the sack, but there's a crazy ex-boyfriend out there somewhere who's mm-hmm. probably watching us right now <laughs> plotting my demise yeah so I'm gonna bid you a fun to do my dear <laughs> if uh, not the boyfriend her if not the, yeah <laughs> or some uh, stripper lover of yours I don't know I don't know which way where you been <laughs> sweetie yeah. so that's fucked up but uh, she goes to his ass and he, now he's like full on obsessed how oh, am yeah. I gonna find her I gotta I gotta at least know what I did wrong so mm-hmm. that I don't do it with the next chick is his thought he's, he's a hot mess uh, he goes and talks to his scumbag friend hey man uh, how do I get a hold of uh, Isama she, he's like I don't know let's take a look at her her uh, essay so he goes and tries to pull up the caretaker guy or mm-hmm. guardian guy at the uh, record company turns out that dude disappeared never hmm. to be seen again quite yeah. a while ago so fuck all right well so much for that so now he's thumbing through the old uh, he gets into a big fight with his scumbag friend mm-hmm. at right there in the boardroom which is kind of messy <clears throat> oh god <clears throat> yep <clears throat> i'm gonna edit that up <laughs> <laughs> so uh from there he's like oh the stonefish the bar that she used to that she works at mm-hmm. boo yeah Gets into a cab, goes to what I assume is the seedier part of town, and you know this bar is a fucking dive bar because he has to go down. He starts at street level, goes down like three flights of stairs yeah. into some weird sub basement, and that's how you get into the Stonefish Bar, <laughs> which, by the way, is closed. So he's like knocking on the door. One of the neighbors comes out and he's like, "Hey, that place has been closed for a year." And he's like, "Oh, really? What happened?" Oh, this a murder. The owner got murdered in there. It's gross. Yeah. Got murdered? What the hell? He's like, yeah, weird thing. Uh, they thought maybe it was her boyfriend or something, but she got murdered, dismembered, hacked to pieces, and when the police were rounding up all the pieces, they found an extra tongue mm-hmm. and three extra fingers. And an ear. And an ear. Yeah. Extra ear. All kinds of... It was like a bonus. Yeah. Of body parts down there. They hit the jackpot. Mm-hmm. And uh, they couldn't, they never figured out who killed her or what the hell's going on. She was using drugs too, so it's kind of gnarly, but the place has been closed ever since. And uh, the the single dad is like, what, what, what the what? And he's getting like all these visions of like body parts strewn all over a bar. <laughs> the tongue. A tongue doing like a, like a <laughs> electric eel thing across the floor. That's kind of silly. It was. God, that tongue won't shut the fuck up. Right. Hey, shut up. <laughs> Trying to have a beer. Enjoy some peace and quiet. 
<laughs> so that's pretty gnarly. So he's like, oh, okay, that is creepy as shit. And she lied about working at the bar, obviously. Goes back home, uh, starts flipping through her resume again, uh, realizes that she would, like, her big thing when she was a kid, she had, like, a, a really shitty childhood. Parents divorced, got sent to live with her uncle, who, her uncle was fine, but her uncle's wife was really abusive. And to kind of pawn her off on, uh, like, a cheap daycare, they started sending her to dance lessons, ballet lessons, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Uh, she's like, yeah, you know, kind of kept me on the straight and narrow. 12 years. Like 12 years mm-hmm. until she injured her hip and couldn't dance anymore. But she's like, oh, I was purified by dance and uh, all the abuse I suffered kind of fell off me when I was dancing. So, yeah, I danced at this studio for 12 years. Aha! She danced at this studio for 12 years. So he gets in a cab, goes down to the dance studio. Uh, dance studio is closed and boarded all up. Boarded up, yeah. And all fucked up. Uh, he peels off some of the uh, the boards holding the place closed and just kind of kicks his way into the building. Yeah. Well, he did that because he started hearing music. Yeah. There was like a piano playing. Yeah. There. So somebody's in there fucking around doing something. So he kicks his way in. And when he gets inside, the place is completely empty except for an old guy playing the piano. And he's got like a weird... What is that thing? Like a... Hmm. Uh... I don't know what that thing was. The piano he was playing? No, the burning thing that was next to the piano. Oh, it reminded me of like incense. Like an almost. incense. Yeah, that makes sense. Imagine like a like a hot pot, like a crock pot of incense. With coals. And coals. Yeah, and so then incense sticks it, in it. It's a hot thing. Yeah. It's a hot item. And there's like a, a fire going inside it. Mm-hmm. It's burning something. I don't know what the hell it is. He's playing the piano. Uh, our single dad walks in. He's like, hey, what's going on in here? And he's like, oh, turns around. He's like, hey, I'm looking for one of your ex-students, a young lady by the name of Aisama. And this old guy pervs right up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aisama. Mm-hmm. Do you touch her? You smell her? Do you touch her body? <laughs> I realize I turned into Guy LaDouche from MXC there for a second. <laughs> Ooh, it's Guy LaDouche. <laughs> but that's why he gets all pervy and he's in a wheelchair, this guy. Yeah. So he wheels himself over there. Now, about this dude. I don't know what's going on with this dude. He is fucked up, and he's uh, in a wheelchair, but he, he's he got... there's some, Something's up with his feet, and I think... Oh, yeah. I think we will later understand what happened to his mm-hmm. feet. Um, he can't walk. He appears to have feet. Only The only reason I say that is because he's wearing boots that are in the shape of feet, but at the same time are nailed to like pieces of wood. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what's going on inside the boots other than the, 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 the feet boots are gnarly and they are nailed to wood and they are possibly preventing him from walking like a normal human being plus right. the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So he gets all creepy with it. He's like, oh, you, did you make love to her? <laughs> Ooh. And the guy's like, oh, you're creeping me out right now, dude. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to get a quick little flashback of Isama at this dance school uh, as probably an eight or nine-year-old girl mm-hmm. uh, dancing around and having a, a hell of a time. And this creepy old shit um, basically taking some prongs out of that weird incense burner and burning her uh, inner thigh with them. 
Right. And being all pervy with it. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 and he like crawls up between her legs and stay, and she, oh, yeah, you know, she gets, yeah. oh, oh, I think she might have enjoyed it a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> it's gnarly. Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on there. It's uh, nasty. He's like, this place is nasty, you creepy old pervy. I'm getting the fuck out of here mm-hmm. and I'm never coming back. So he leaves. He's been calling Aizama's number this whole time. Yeah. Uh, no answer at all whatsoever. Uh, finally, he's, I think, just at the point of giving up. He goes back to his apartment. He's like, fuck, fucking fuck. Well, fuck that one. Let me just start perusing these other applicants and see what they say. And he had, pours himself a glass of some kind of alcohol. And then he gets up and he goes, whoa, whoa this is weird. Mm-hmm. And then he collapses. Kathunk. Yeah. Now, uh, some weird shit is going on here because obviously he was dosed with something. Either that or he just had a massive heart attack and the movie's over. Or uh, it, it. we go into a weird dream sequence here. Mm-hmm. And it is completely fucked because we're just going to jump in and out of a bunch of weird shit. So, yeah. We start off, uh, now at the beginning of the movie, something that I glazed past that really doesn't pertain to anything, is that he has a weird relationship with his secretary. Mm-hmm. And by weird, I mean there's like a sexual tension. For example, he's leaving for the day. He's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to take off. Uh, if anybody calls for me, I'm not here, obviously. She's like, yeah, okay. He leaves the office and goes and waits for the elevator. She comes running out and she's like, hey. I'm getting married. And he's like, oh, all right, congratulations. And then the elevator opens. He hops in and goes away. And she just kind of stares at the elevator like. Aren't you going to rescue me? What? What? (laughs) I just told you I'm getting married. You're not going to do anything? So it's like, oh, okay. There's like a weird sexual tension. Maybe they made out one time or not. Mm -hmm. But now here we are in this weirdo flashback sequence. Uh, He kind of comes to in his own apartment. And this whole thing is like some kind of a delusion. Uh, he wakes up and Ayasama's there and gives like starts to give him like a weird attack blowjob where she like lunges at his penis and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But then she whips it out and starts sucking it. He's like, oh, hey, hey, there. And then uh, he looks down and for a second, it's his secretary. It's his secretary, yeah. And she's like, we made love once and you never acted like it ever happened. So I'm going to marry somebody else. And then she keeps sucking it. And he's like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> but then she continues with a blowjob, and then he looks down again, and it's his son's girlfriend. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, very good." And he's like, uh, "Hey, wait, hey, wait, 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 wait a minute!" So he like tries to get away, but then it turns back into Ayasama, and then we go into her history, and it's like this weird in and out. For a second, he thinks he wakes up back at the resort, and everything's cool for a minute. Yeah, and then I was almost pissed off at this point. I was like. You gotta be kidding me! This whole thing was a damn dream. Yeah, that would have pissed me off too. <laughs> yeah, come on now. Uh, eventually, um, there's a lot. Of, this is like this dream sequence is like 10, 15 minutes. Oh ago, man, yeah. And we're just jumping in and out of secretaries and son's girlfriends and his wife, his dead wife shows up and mm-hmm. she's like, "You shouldn't be messing with that girl." She's yeah, trouble. don't marry her. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just uh, trying to get the oh, somebody's sucking my dick again. Okay, never, never mind. I don't know." <laughs> uh, eventually, he comes to and he's like back on the floor there in his uh, apartment. One thing we forgot to say is they uh, have a dog. They, oh, God. I wasn't going to bring that up. Because <laughs> he was such a cute dog. He <laughs> was a cute they dog. They do. It's, he's got, they, they have a little beagle. Uh, his name is Ganju. 
and he's just the cutest little guy. Oh, yeah. He's just having his little puppy. Yeah. God damn it. I hate that. That was not necessary. (laughs) It is. But it's not, though, man. Uh, Buddy makes a good point. They do have a dog, and we're going to hammer home the the fact that Isama is a sadistic bitch here in just a second because Mm -hmm. he comes to, he's woozy as fuck. He's still laid out on the... um, uh, floor of his living room his son is uh, away at school well he's at school or out on a date or something like that uh, so he's there by himself when he wakes up he sees Aisama in one of the side rooms and he's like oh fucking shit she creaks the door open a little bit and you can see that she's killed Ganju mm-hmm. and there's a poor little guy dead with his tongue on the floor oh man you fucking bitch oh yeah that was not he's he's a be- he's like a, a, a 13 pound beagle <laughs> yeah. he's not gonna hurt anybody no he's probably not even gonna he's yap at probably you. gonna lick you to death come on <laughs> that was not necessary mm-hmm. all right well anyway uh now we get to find out just what a crazy bitch Isama really is oh, yeah. because she has drugged him she has paralyzed him the first thing she does is give him some kind of an injection into his tongue, which uh, prevents him from speaking or making any kind of vocalization at all. Mm-hmm. And the whole time she's like, oh, men are liars. Oh, you lied to me. You said you would love only me. Oh, look, you have pictures of son in house. You love him. You lied to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, man. And we're just gonna jump right into uh, torture porn land here. Mm-hmm. This is pretty. This is pretty gnarly, and this is the crux of the story. Oh, but, and, and telling him that oh, you you did this on purpose so you could sleep with all these women. Yeah, you know, you're I, using women basically is what she was telling him. I mean, she does kind of have a point. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> he whole, was he was after one. He was. Yeah, but but, but she didn't know that. If he could talk, it would have been like, no, it was, seriously, it was you. I was yeah. only interested in you, but yeah. not that she would she's, believe him. No, of course not. She's already <laughs> convinced herself that he's got like eight or nine side pieces. Mm-hmm. And she's mad because he loves his son mm-hmm. and uh, killed the dog because he loved the dog. Yeah. So she's all fucked up. And by the way, that gunny sack that was laying in her uh, uh, living room, that's got another dude in it. Probably yep. the record exec. Maybe, yeah. I I don't know who else it would be, but uh, severed his tongue and a couple of his fingers and feeds him this weird, disgusting, pussy-looking... So, I was was watching that scene real close. I actually had to rewind it. Okay. So, what it was is she was over in the sink when she was getting it ready. She threw up in that bowl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. That's why there's like, it showed like a little chunk come off the side. Oh, like no. corn or something. Yeah. No, you do not. Yeah. So oh. if you watch that again, yeah. I'm she, not going to watch it again. <laughs> you see her like go, and, and oh, then she threw up right no. into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that what? What? I had to rewind it. I'm like, oh, oh hell no. no. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> It's it's beautiful, really. It's like a like a mama bird. Feeding, yeah, yeah. Her, uh, her <laughs> Regurgitate it. Ch- oh. <laughs> uh, and watching him lap it out of the dog dish. Oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that, you motherfucker. Uh, well, obviously, she's got the same fate in mind for our single dad here. Oh yeah. Uh, she's like uh, oh. She, like, he's paralyzed, and he can't 
talk either. So that is completely, he basically just has to, has to lay there. She explains he, she gave him some kind of a nerve agent, which paralyzes him. He's still going to feel everything. He's mm-hmm. still, he can hear her. He can move his eyes and, uh, uh, he can't communicate, but he's very much conscious and very much feeling everything that she's doing. To oh him. yeah. Oh, excuse me. So we start off with some needles. Yeah. Acupuncture. A lot of needles. (laughs) Uh, They go everywhere. (laughs) He passes out from the pain repeatedly, but then comes to again with the next needle, Mm -hmm. which is completely fucked. And he can't, he's like, you can tell he's in a lot of pain. And she's like jabbing him into his ribs. (laughs) Whatever she was doing. And then she like taps on it and she's like, ting, 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 ting. Ugh! And then she shoves him like up under his eyes. Yeah. Like, I guess there's like a nerve. Yeah, two under each eye. Yeah, there's some kind of a nerve back there that's painful as shit. Uh, He is like fucked up and freaking out. And she's like, oh, oh, I don't want you to go away from me ever again. Mm. So she breaks out a manual chainsaw. A manual chainsaw, my friend. It's a tool that we used to use in uh, the military for when we had to like clear brush but we had to be super quiet about it. Mm-hmm. It's basically a chain uh, about uh, probably about six to eight feet long. Yeah. And it's got little teeth on it. It's much like a, like the chainsaw that you would think of just without the loud, noisy engine. And you just have to work it back and forth with your arms. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's pretty effective at clearing like small trees and tree branches and things like that. And apparently also feet. Bones. Bones, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Because she's going to bust this fucking thing out and cut off this poor schmuck's feet. Mm-hmm. One of them, at least, for sure. Uh, cuts that son of a bitch clean off. Oh, is man. about halfway through the other foot when uh, his son, Shinjiki, comes in. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Dad, I'm home. My friend's sick. My friend's sick. It was mm-hmm. chaos. Crazy. Where you at, Dad? I don't know. You already asleep. Sorry, I didn't want to wake you up. Uh, she's got like some kind of uh, chloroform, I guess. Yeah. In a banaka canister. <laughs> right. I'm going to give you a little freshen- freshening up. <laughs> right. uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to teach this fucking kid a, a thing or two. Mm-hmm. So uh, Shinjiki's walking around trying to find his dad. Eventually he happens upon his dad, minus a foot, laying there in the uh, living room floor. What did you do? He's like, dad, you all right? He's like, <laughs> He's like, holy shit, dad. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to call somebody. He turns around just as Isama is sneaking up on him with the can of banaka. And she's like, psst, psst. And he's like, hey, rude. What is your problem? <laughs> I know, right? He's spraying people with that <laughs> fucking thing. That was uncalled for. <laughs> Bitch. And she's like, she's like, ah, doing like cobra moves. On yeah. <laughs> and he's like, stop doing that. I'm trying to. My dad is in trouble here. I'm going to call the cops. Uh, she chases him all the way up the stairs. Yeah. I didn't realize this was a two-story place. Yeah, I didn't either. All the way up the stairs. He's like, God, stop spraying me with that shit. She jumps on him. He does like a... Uh, her, Ninja kick. Like a hurricane kick on her. <laughs> yeah. And kicks her all the way down the stairs. Yeah, I was like, that was one powerful kick right Whoa, there. Yeah. She went flying well, off of that. Well, because he was like on his back. And she jumped on top of him, and he just like sprang her up, launched her over the the, ban- the <laughs> stair banister, and down she plummeted to I don't know. I guess I guess broke her neck her or something. No, he didn't kill her. She wasn't so? dead yet. No, because remember she started talking after that. She did, but I don't know if 
she really was or if that was just uh dad's like no i I think she was i think what happened is she she, when she fell she like snapped her neck but it was because it was like pulsing off the side yeah yeah but which was weird because later when she's like talking she's repeating it's almost like she was programmed to you know everything that she was telling the guy at the beginning of the show it's like a pre-rehearsed is a pre-rehearsed thing thing. so she's just saying it yeah I, i get that uh, luckily it paralyzes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, dad is laying like, uh, I don't know, six, eight feet away from her. And they're kind of laying in a position where they're both kind of staring at each other. And dad's got the needle sticking out of her, his eyes and her neck is all jacked off. And the kid's upstairs going, Oh, fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, she just starts kind of rehearsing this, this spiel that she had about, uh, I really enjoy spending time with you, and if you would like to spend time with me, then we could spend. Uh, mm-hmm. You make me very happy when you call. Because like she's I, done this before. Yeah, of course. And he's like, "Oh God, I'm in so much fucking pain right now." And then uh, that's pretty much the end of your movie. Yeah, it says call call the police. Well, he calls the ambulance. Yeah, and then yeah, there it is. There it is. What did you think of audition, there, buddy? It was all right. Yeah, I mean, the best part was the end because it took so damn long to get there. I, I think they could have made this more interesting if they would have started with some of the backstory first yeah. you know, at the beginning. Yeah. You know, just to like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah, she's really deranged. Well, I think I think the point of this, and I don't know, I, I, I don't know how this movie was marketed in Japan because I think that ending was supposed to be like a left hook, right to your right to your face. Mm. I think up until then we were we were supposed to believe that. It's just a love story. She, yeah, she's kind of she's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. She's kind of quirky, but they're going to figure it out because they really do love each other in a weird way. But at the same time, she's so fucking awkward. Yeah, you know. And he's you can't help but root for dad, right? Oh, yeah. He's a single dad. He's been lonely a long time. He's mm-hmm. finally coming out of his shell. Meets what he thinks is a nice girl. We know she's not because look at how goddamn awkward she is all the oh, time. Oh yeah. But. Uh, you can't help but think, you know, maybe they, maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe the, maybe they'll be okay. And then here comes the fucking piano wire mm-hmm. and the goddamn uh, weirdo dance coach with his feet nailed to the boards. The dude in the sack. Yeah, and the fucking guy with the eating the goddamn vomit. Oh god, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I say this. This is a film that kind of belongs in horror pedigree, if you ask me. Uh, there are certain horror films out there that if you're going to call yourself a horror fan, you need to see at least once. You probably don't need to see this a second time, especially if once you've seen the last 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad show. You gotta, you gotta buckle in. It's, it's an hour and 55 minutes long. Easily an hour of that is, uh, romantic, somewhat comedic. Mm -hmm. Awkwardness. Awkwardness, you know. Uh, Tom Hanks would have been great for the the role of dad. Yeah. You know, just him. It's like uh, it's like if Sleepless in Seattle had the worst ending ever, mm-hmm. pretty much. You yeah. Know? Meg Ryan turns out to be a raving lunatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got some half uh, mangled dude in a gunny sack in her mm-hmm. apartment. Yeah, uh, they should Americanize this film. Oh yeah, totally. Let's get uh, let's the get, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you kidding me? Just because he's in everything. I know, but the Rock would choke slam that bitch. <laughs> you don't put the Rock in a gunny sack. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, you want like a uh, you want like a Hemsworth in there. Somebody, oh yeah. You want somebody unassuming, Luke like, Hemsworth, like a like a Tom Hanks. <laughs> 
Like a, um, who else? Like a Hiddleston? Steve Buscemi. Uh, no, no. Let's be honest. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's going out on a date with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> She's going to be like, you're a little crazy looking. <laughs> yeah. What's up with your eyeballs? <laughs> right. I don't want to see you anymore. Stop <laughs> yeah. I am a little crazy. Yeah. I was going to cut your feet off and chloroform you and stuff, but you're too weird. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. I could see Nicholas Cage yeah. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want some uh, every everyday guy mm-hmm. and then uh, some chick that's a little too young and a little too hot for him, mm-hmm. but acts, can act like a, like a uh, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah. She would be pretty good mm-hmm. as Aisama. Uh, I say it's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. If you have seen it. Amanda Seyfried would be good. She might be a little too hot. I don't, no, she she uglies up nice. Though. Yeah, we, we can we can. And she could play a psycho. Yes, that's true. I've mm-hmm. seen her do it. Uh, it's a, it's a movie you should watch if you haven't seen. Well, if you mm-hmm. have seen it, you probably don't need to watch it again. Right. Is what I say. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got on the audition, there, buddy. Let's take us a little break and we'll do some other stuff, huh? Yeah.
like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, buddy. Buddy? Yeah? I want you to know that should you ever find yourself in some kind of a psychotic relationship... And I walk into your apartment to find one of your feet ser- severed mm-hmm. and a bunch of needles shoved into your eyes. I'm going to leave first because <laughs> I know that she's still there. Right. She's still in the house. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm going to do is get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. I would love to stay and do battle with the crazy broad, but no, I'm not actually going to do that because <laughs> I don't want my feet severed. <laughs> right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a runner. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I'm good at running. I can run all. I can run for hours. I can run miles. I can run pretty fast. I'll outrun the bitch for sure. And I will then call the police and send them to your abode, mm-hmm. my friend. I'm not going to stay and do battle though, right? Because if she get, you know, I'm I'm frail. I'll be honest with you. I'm delicate. I know. I and saw I'm, your arm in a sling. You've seen it. You've seen it <laughs> yeah. yourself, man. I'm not built for that kind of shit. I'm built for speed, not for endurance. All right, man. Well, there you have it. Uh, why don't we get ourselves into a little bit of the old, what are you looking at, amigo? Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, I've got a few movies to talk about. I actually relaunched the Patreon show this week. Mm. After a long overdue, due to surgery and other nonsense, but I relaunched it this week. How about, what are you looking at, buddy? Oh, yeah. What are you looking at? We went and saw King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. What did you think, man? It was okay. I liked it. Uh, it, it. It's exactly what you'd expect. It's two monsters fighting for yeah. upwards of an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of storyline there. No, there really isn't. Not, And I don't think you need it. I think what you need is two monsters fighting for upwards of an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And that's There's a lot of action. Get. 
There is. And they beat the living snot out of each other. Mm -hmm. And then a third, I don't want to spoil this, but a third monster shows up uh, towards the end there. A couple of things. I'm not not into the monster verse. I would like to be. Mm -hmm. I would like to get caught up. I saw the original, or not the original, the the 2000, what was it, 16, I think, Godzilla with Brian Cranston and Elizabeth Olsen. I haven't seen that one. Uh, we went, I went and saw that one in the theater. Uh, pretty good show. I did not see King of the Monsters. Hmm. I didn't see any of the Kong movies, but I'm going Not to, even Skull Island? Not even Skull Island. Okay. I'm going to get caught up, though. Yeah. I, but I don't, I don't feel like I need to see any of them. To, to, to enjoy King Kong versus Godzilla. No, they just make a couple of references. Do they? Like Skull Island. Okay, so those eggs that were there, they yeah. said what they were yeah. that were on Skull Island. Right. But I'm sure if you want to know more about them, watch Skull Island. Yeah, and I know that skull that the, the dude was sitting in was one of King Ghidorah's skulls. Right. So, uh, but there's other than that, there's no reference to him or right. how he fits into the whole shit. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I'm going to get caught up anyway, just because I'm curious now, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't need to. I can, I enjoyed it just as much without knowing any of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a good show, man. It's uh, it's too much. It's exactly what I wanted. Two monsters beating the snot out of each other. <laughs> yeah. I was on Team King Kong. Who were you rooting for? Godzilla. Godzilla. Why? Yeah. Uh, Why would you do that? <laughs> the breath. You un-American the- prick. <sighs> the radiation breath. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. It's just something about a giant gorilla. You know. Yeah. I mean, it, okay, picture this, though. A giant gorilla, if it had the radiation breath, oh, that'd be perfect. That'd be gnarly, but he has something else. Yeah. Sir, and that is pretty dope <laughs> also, my friend. I didn't, I don't want to spoil anything about the movie, but the whole premise of, I, I, I can't not spoil it. There's a, there's a hollow earth scenario mm-hmm. that's kind of dumb. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It reminds me of the dig the hole to China. You could really do that. that. That's exactly (laughs) And then when it gets into like the gravitational shift, okay, you're you're trying to, you're trying to smart up a very dumb concept. Yeah. I get it. I get what you do. You couldn't come up with anything better, I guess. (laughs) But I don't know, man. I thought that was pretty silly. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I thought it was a good show. Uh, I got to watch that and I got to watch Kathy's Curse from 1977. Did this one for the Patreon show. You can listen to that over at Padded Room, uh, Padded Room slash Podbean dot or fuck, what the fuck Patreon slash Padded Room dot com. Just go to Padded Room Podcast dot com. Find the Patreon link and you'll find that there. It's bad. It's a terrible movie. Oh man, have you seen it? Mm-mm. Uh, so here's a fun fact I found for you. Oh, if you take a really uh, a really shitty transfer of an old movie like mm-hmm. Kathy's Curse, okay, and you watch it on a 4K TV. It almost has like a psychedelic effect. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the colors are all very drab, but because like, I don't know if it's like a frame rate issue or something, but it kind of gives everybody like these weird trails. Like a glow? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like... Oh, wow. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't make the movie any better. <laughs> Just watch it on weed. Uh, I, that might have like snapped it into focus. <laughs> yeah. I might have really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> Right? Yeah, try it's that the next time. the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and then we all watch it and cuss you out. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? It's scary as shit. A little girl with a doll, man. It's bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got to watch there buddy you get to get anything else in besides kong and godzilla nope not a thing all righty let's do a little immersion therapy then if we could oh yeah 
Immersion Therapy. What did you think of uh, The Death of Me? Uh, it was okay. I thought it was uh, not a bad show. Um, I mean, the problem is that it, it follows a certain formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's The Wicker Man. It's Midsummer. It's Death of Me. This one put a nice twist on it with the uh, the found footage element of him oh, yeah. killing her and burying her, and now she's back up and walking around. That was kind of a nice little spin. Yeah. But whenever the tourists go to the remote village and all of a sudden they can't leave for whatever reason, we know what's going on. Yeah. There's some kind of imminent disaster and somebody <clears throat> is going to have to be sacrificed mm-hmm. to uh, whatever pagan god or island deity or whatever the fuck they're worshiping right to prevent said disaster and that's exactly where we went mm-hmm. uh they could have played that card a little closer to the chest you know i felt like the, once the uh the celebration started and the, yeah the kids with the death masks were parading around yeah it's and, like come on okay now i know what we're doing yeah i know exactly what we're doing uh, I know it was a nice twist, that thing they did with the necklace where she couldn't be killed as long as she had the necklace on. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was kind of cool. Um, and then I didn't care for the ending when they put the no. necklace and she wakes up. But uh, other than that, I thought it was all right. Um, and the raft is like, really? Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> Do you even know where you're going? You're just out in open water. You think you're going to... They said they said it has to be your own. You have to willingly do this. Yeah. So you could just say no, no, thank you, and hang out, wait for the storm to pass, and they're right. not going to fuck with you. <laughs> so where are you going? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. No, no thanks on the sacrifice. I'm going to go back to the hotel now, and then just hang out. Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? You're going to you maroon yourself out there, and of course, well, all right. I don't want to ruin this for anybody, but it's not a bad show. It's streaming right now on Netflix. If anybody wants to check it out, it's called uh, "The Death of Me," starring Luke Hemsworth. Was it Luke or one of the other Hemsworths? One of the Hemsworth guys and Maggie Q. Mm-hmm. Uh, worth checking out, buddy. What do you got for us this week, dudes? All right, this week let's check out 2020's The Owners. It's about a group of friends that think they find an easy score at an empty house with a safe full of cash. But when the owners, an elderly couple, come home early, the tables are suddenly turned. Oh, shit. Ooh, oh, shit. Yeah, and you'll find this gem on Hulu. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. First, we have to educate Miss Monica, who's not here. So you're going to be stuck with me again. Educating Miss Monica. I'm making these way too fucking easy. My clues from last week. Uh, what's I, up with these losers? I don't know if you did it too easy. Only one person got you. That's true. <laughs> but technically only one person wrote in. So yeah, well. 100% of our <laughs> listeners got <laughs> right? nailed me on this one. Yeah, that's Shit. true. <laughs> uh, who are these assholes living in Golden Gate Park? And why do they come up and try to uh, kill people and fuck up my high school dance? Uh, they're dressed like the undead village people. There's an Indian chief and an army guy and a biker guy. And uh, I think there was an undead 
construction worker guy, but if they get wet, they kind of fizzle and pop, and then they, they die. Neon Maniacs is the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a lick of sense, but it's kind of fun to watch. It's a fun movie. It's a, it's a fucking wacky movie. <laughs> Who might I be this week, you ask? You know, every now and then, me and my friends go on a vacation somewhere. And uh, sometimes, you know, it's me and my, my guy friends. We go uh, to Vegas. We get us some hookers. And then we go to some other places and get us some other hookers. And then other places with hookers. And this time, we decided we were just going to go hiking in the woods. And uh, nothing too crazy. There's like a trail and a lodge that we rented. And everything's cool. Until one of us got injured. Well, shit. Now, we can save ourselves a couple of hours of hiking by taking a shortcut, or we can stick to the trail. Uh, Mm. I think we're going to have to take our chances with the shortcut, my friend, and nothing good is going to come out of there. Weird cabins, freak rainstorms, and uh, a ass-backward civilization that uh, worships something they clearly should not. Think about that. Inmates, I hope that was vague enough that nobody gets it. <laughs> Think about that, inmates. I'll clue, clue you in on who I am next week. The Padded Room 2011 at Hotmail.com is where you send your guesses. Or you call us up on the mental health hotline at area code 775-387-0275. Um, other than that, I think that's about all we got on the week there. Buddy, you got anything else? No. All right, join us next week for Blood Widow here in Female Villain Month, courtesy of Cooper over at the Patreon page. Uh, You, too, could be a Patreon subscriber. Get yourself some prize swag and control the theme of the month for a small donation of $5. I believe May is presently up for bids. PaddedRoomPodcast.com, you'll find the link you need there, along with any other information you need to know about us, our affiliates, or uh, there's also some love advice up there. And some recipes for uh, DiGiorno pizza bread. All right. All right. I just lied about those last two. (laughs) Okay. If somebody wants some love advice, I'm happy to put it up there. You're going to want to do the exact opposite of what I say, though. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) You may find yourself in a gunny sack eating some crazy bitch's vomit for a week or two. (laughs) Uh, That being said, for Miss Monica in absentia, buddy, who's not in absentia, uh, people in gunny sacks, people with their feet on backwards... People with no feet, uh, people with one foot and another foot partially on and kind of off, uh, the 17-year-old kids who discover those people, and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye, and have a great week.